the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm going to recap our top story about the determination to indoctrinate kids in our local schools, and I have some other national headlines that will flesh that out. But uh, we might be headed for a day when all the news media commentators that parroted the same tired talking point about Donald Trump, the walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. They might get to the point where they're doing that about Joe Biden. This is a CNN report that came out about an hour and a half ago about Joe Biden and his contention that he had no knowledge of his son's foreign business dealings. Again, this is CNN. Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then-Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alemani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Now, again, that's CNN. So if CNN is turning on Joe Biden... CNN is essentially being told to turn on Joe Biden. And Joe Biden has a document scandal, and it looks like the walls are closing in on Joe Biden. Now, who would want the walls to close in on Joe Biden? Well, somebody who doesn't want Joe Biden to run for president. And who would be that? Somebody who wants to run for president themselves, right? Who might that be? No, Gavin Newsom doesn't have the power to do this. Who has the power in the Democratic Party? To make something like this happen. Who would have any idea if Joe Biden had classified documents from Joe Biden's time as vice president? I'm just guessing. Would uh, Joe Biden's president have knowledge of Joe Biden having classified documents? Would Barack Obama have knowledge of... Joe Biden having classified documents if Barack Obama gave the documents to Joe Biden? Uh, Barack Obama can't run for president again, Bruce. No, he can't. And you're already where I'm going, right? Michelle Obama can run for president again. Would the Democratic Party be excited about having Kamala Harris run for president? Or would the Democratic Party be excited about having Michelle Obama running for president? 
Keep your eye on that one. Keep your eye on that one. Now, I got a kick out of this. Utah is doing what Ohio has no longer the stomach to do, which is legislate against gender reassignment surgery, puberty blockers for minors. Utah has a law that it is ready to enact that will do just that, what House Bill 616 here in 454 would have done before Democrats, in a naked political move, um, pick the Speaker of the House and they picked a guy who is going to lick their boots and do whatever they tell him to do, and that is Jason Stevens. But the opponents of the Utah law that will ban gender reassignment surgery and puberty blockers say that the law unfairly targets the transgender community. Well, yeah, it does, because nobody else is trying to get puberty blockers or have gender reassignment surgery. Of course it targets the transgender community. It's trying to save you from yourself. Got a kick out of that. Thought you might as well. Okay, in Oregon, also super woke, a social science curriculum for kindergarten to fifth graders instructs them on something called neo-pronouns. Kindergarten to fifth graders. When you were born, the curriculum says, you were given a name and a pronoun, probably he or she. As you get older and know yourself more and more on the inside, some of the ideas of she and he may fit you and some of them may not. Kindergarten through fifth grade. Kindergarten through fifth grade. Yeah. Fast forward to today's opening block about local schools, Groveport, Upper Arlington, doing what it appears no law will be able to stop them from doing, which is ingraining critical race theory ideas. If you're born white, you're born an oppressor. If you're born black, you're born oppressed. You can't rise above it. Systemic racism exists. You will never have a chance. You will never get a fair shake in the United States of America because the systems of racism are built into our founding. And that is why we have to take from people who have achieved and give to people who have not achieved. It's just repackaged, repurposed Marxism, which isn't a surprise because the people behind the Black Lives Matter movement will say they were trained Marxists. So here is... Uh, Groveport Schools Administrative Assistant Hillary Staten talking about how they make changes just for change sake in order to keep parents' complaints at bay. We have some parents that, <laughs> you know, they, uh, they don't fully understand. Um, so, you know, it's when we trick them, you know. <laughs> what do you mean? But, uh, well, I'm just, so, if, similar situation. So, if we have a certain content that we want to share yeah. with students, um, and they see one word in the language, it's like, oh, no, we can't do that. Well, let's look at it from a different, you know, viewpoint, and then it's changed they're the okay, words, you yes. know. Now, uh, Groveport, in a statement, objected to the deception of, Accuracy in media doing an undercover investigation and bringing in a couple who posed as a couple moving into the area and posed as a woke couple asking questions about, you know, hey, you, you're you all in on CRT, right? Because we want to send our kid to a public school that's all in on CRT. That's how they got Hillary State and the uptalker, the giggler, to confirm what all of us thought 
we could legislate against, but it's becoming more and more obvious. To me, there is no legislative solution to these kinds of uh, partisan actors. And one of them is named Matthew Boaz. He is the executive director of diversity, equity, and inclusion at Dublin schools. And he's really good at his job, at least I presume he is, because before that, Matthew Boaz was the director of diversity and inclusion in Toledo. What, did they not have equity in Toledo? Maybe that's why Matthew got dissatisfied with the job and left, because he was only the director of diversity and inclusion. Not enough equity for Matthew. Prior to that, he was the chief diversity officer at Wright State University. So see, he went from diversity officer to diversity and inclusion officer, and now he's hit the holy grail, the triple threat, diversity, equity, and inclusion at Upper Arlington. And I'm sure he's pulling down six figures, and he's sure not going to pay attention to any Ohio law that tells him and his like-minded teachers that they can't indoctrinate your child at UA in critical race theory and other such nonsensical, idiotic Marxist concepts. All I can think of when I think of that house bill is my southern parents always raising us on these old funky phrases that I never understood. <laughs> and one of them was, there's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> so whether you, you can pass a bill that you can't Mm-hmm. teach CRT in a classroom, but if you didn't cover programming mm-hmm. or you didn't cover extracurricular activities or yeah. something like that, that message might still get out. Mm-hmm. There will be a way. They will find a way. They will not be deterred by law. They are lawless. They are committed to spreading these lies in the minds of your kids because they raise a generation that thinks just like they do, well, then they won't have to fight these fights in the future. So you and I have the last chance to fight this fight and win it. Now, everybody is cognitively aware. Well, I can't say everybody, but most everybody should be cognitively aware of how fortunate you are to be a parent, but sometimes things happen that bring that home in a new way, such as the case for the father of the one-year-old little girl who was in a car the other morning while mom ran back in the house to get the other child in the family ready to go off to school or preschool or wherever they were going. She left the one-year-old in the car in the garage with the door up and the car running And in Columbus, Ohio, that is a recipe to have your car stolen. And in fact, it was stolen by a teenager who ran in from another vehicle on the street and drove out with the one-year-old in the back seat. This, of course, evokes images of the five-month-old twins who were in a car in the short north when their mom, an Uber or food delivery driver, ran inside with Donato's to pick up a pizza that someone else had ordered, and her car was stolen with the two five-month-olds in it. They found one the next morning, 4 a.m. in Dayton. They found the other several days later in Indianapolis. The perpetrator of that crime, Nala Jackson, is in custody and awaiting trial. They don't have the kid who stole this car, and they did not find this car until about 20 minutes later. And this man tells 10TV, it was mind-boggling. I couldn't control myself. I was just thinking they're going to kill my baby. Of course, when you don't have control of your child, you expect the worst. 
But he said, in hindsight, I am very lucky. All the sacrifice, all the people we've helped, it paid off today because with God, without this, with without God, this wouldn't be possible today. Well, I don't know that it was anything you did that brought it about. I don't believe that only good things happen to good people. Uh, that was a decidedly bad thing, and it ended in a very good way. But um, thankfully, God's hand was on that little girl and kept her safe. Now, also, God's hand was on people who were at Easton on Saturday night when a big fight broke out among teenagers, as many as 50 teens. We told you about this yesterday. Now, Channel 10 is talking to one of the people who was there and witnessed it. His name is Justin Nowakowski. He says, that could have been a huge mass casualty event. Yeah, it could have. Two 17-year-old boys fighting, both found later with loaded weapons on them, which they thankfully did not pull and did not discharge. But I talked about this in the wake of, in, in the realm of, these kinds of incidents are what make people not want to go to malls or if this had happened, you know, in another venue, if it had happened at one of our beautiful venues downtown, if it had happened at Nationwide Arena, if it happened at Huntington Park, if it had happened at the Ohio Theater or the Southern Theater or any place like that. Uh, people associate news events that happen in places with personal danger, and so they don't go. And we've had a fatal shooting at Tuttle Mall. We've had two shootings at Polaris Mall. And now we've had this incident at Easton Mall. So I certainly factor in my relative safety or lack of safety when I'm determining whether I want to go someplace or whether I want to take my kids someplace. And that's sad we have to think that way, but you do have to think that way because as a parent, you are in charge, or you should at least think about, the safety of yourself and the safety of your kids. They're thinking about that in Hilliard. We told you yesterday about the lawsuit that several sets of parents have filed in U.S. District Court because of these badges that teachers are wearing in Hilliard, the badges say, I'm safe. No, say, I'm here, safe person, safe space. Now, if I was a teacher in that district, I wouldn't wear one of these woke badges, and I wouldn't like it if my colleagues were wearing one either. Because by wearing one, they're telling the kids, I'm not safe, because I refuse to wear one. And so the district is explaining away the permission for teachers wearing these badges under the guise that the Biden administration has proposed including gender identity as a protected class. So follow that. The Biden administration has, keyword coming, proposed including gender identity as a protected class. You cannot discriminate against someone on the basis of their sex, on the basis of their race. And the Biden administration has proposed, including people who believe they are a different gender than they are, and gender is a made-up concept in and of itself, so I hate to even use that as a term, but that's what the term is in question, It's basically like if you're a boy and you say you're a girl, then you get the same protection as if you were black and somebody tried to discriminate against you because you were black. You could not do that. The law is against that. The Biden administration has proposed adding gender identity to 
the law, Title IX specifically, which would, of course, not just undermine, but do away with Title IX, which was created to protect people on the basis of sex. So we're going to make a law that says you can't discriminate against girls, and then 50 years later we're going to come along and amend that law and say that boys can be protected as girls if boys say they're girls. Now I bring this up and I emphasize the word proposed because only in this direction does the door swing, right? Like the Hilliard teachers are wearing the gender identity safe space badges because they say, well, you know, there's a proposed law and we got to get on board with the proposed law. Dave Stewart, the knucklehead superintendent in Hilliard, says the law is unclear. No, it isn't. No, the law is not unclear at all, Dave. Gender identity is not in the law. It's not in there. Not unclear. Look for it. Get a magnifying glass out. Get a periscope out. Get a stethoscope out. Get a microscope out. Look at the law. It's not in there. But teachers would be putting themselves at risk, he says, if they don't get on board with a law that's proposed. Well, here's a here's a novel suggestion for you, Dave Stewart. There are a lot of laws that have been proposed in the state of Ohio. The backpack bill has been proposed. The House Bill 616, 454, and 322 have been proposed. Why are you not in a hurry to tell your teachers that they have to conform with those proposed laws, which are decidedly conservative in their approach? Why are you only concerned with getting ahead of and starting the observance of a law that has not been proposed when it's a law favored by liberals? Why is that, Dave Stewart? We all know why it is. Because... This is your heart on the matter. This is the heart of your teachers on the matter. You think it is a great idea to keep parents in the dark about matters pertaining to their children's mental health because you believe that the kids are your kids, not the parents' kids. Now, you know these parents' motives for this lawsuit are pure because they're not asking for a single dollar in damages from Hilliard. All they're asking, and you shouldn't even have to ask this, is that the district observes parental rights that are currently in the law. Not some imagined law that hopefully will never happen. Wow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 